Anyway, the big interview this week, we have got our bro fast becoming a legend, a cult figure, certainly. We've got Joel Newbley. Joel, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, we're not bad at all there. You're nice and relaxed, eh? Going to basically have a little walk through your sort of career so far, where you started off and things like that. We might as well start off right at the, the beginning. I uh, know you grew up in London, but which, which part of London were you, are you from then, Joel? From southeast London. So for people who don't really know, the closest football teams were Millwall and Charlton. So those are like close football teams. So yeah. Which one, which one did you uh, support? Did you have their, wear their kit and everything? No, no, to be fair, I just copied my older brother. So he's a, my United friend. So. I just copied him, so wow. yeah, go out. I'm, I'm like down there, my United's all up there, but yeah, yeah. Did so you have a Man United kit and everything running around as a kid? Everything had the whole kit, oh, United from young, so yeah, I wasn't really supporting any local teams, but yeah, Man United that's my far local team. Brave kid, brave kid, very, very brave. And presumably, you got into football by copying him because obviously he was a footballer as well, so um, just yeah, kicked so- out with him or. Yeah, so we, there was a local Sunday league team called Red Lions and he joined up and my dad just took us together everywhere. So I followed him there. I was just literally watching when my dad asked, like, what's the youngest age you got? It's under sevens, but I was like five, six at the time. He just put me in there. I was, I was, probably, I was a big kid. It probably wouldn't be my whole life, but I was a big kid. Joined up and yeah, started playing like five, six years old at, under, uh, at Red Lions and just been playing ever since. And you were picked up by Chelsea at seven yeah. or something, yeah? Yeah, I was picked up at Chelsea at seven. So I was literally at Red Lions for maybe like half a year. I was even there for that long. So many players that play Sunday League for years when they get picked up like 13, 14. I was only there half a year, picked up at Chelsea. Is literally one Chelsea scout was at a game, gave my dad like one of his contact cards, said come to a trial in a place called Battersea. Went to the trial, done well when got signed for Chelsea so what did they see in you at that age were you just banging the goals in literally I was just running running through, through everyone just scoring <laughs> I, goals I, scored. I think in that game I might have scored four or five and they just saying I think he looks all right so yeah just went to the trial and got signed probably the most famous name that I'll see I probably said in other interviews that I played with was with Ruben Loftus-Cheek so yeah was, yeah was at the trial together at that same trial and obviously he's kicked on and done very well so yeah and did you go through the whole youth system with him then? Yeah, all the way up until under-14s. So yeah. and up until under-14s was like unreal. Probably when you're going through it, you don't really understand how how good it is until yeah. you're not there anymore. When you're looking back thinking, that is actually crazy. Yeah. And, uh, I still had a, a video when Jose Mourinho first came. So when he first came, he went through every age group and shook every, every kid's hand. So I had a video, but I mean... Cause I was kind of like I said, a big kid. So I didn't have my shorts the size for me. I had my United shorts on. Oh, Jose Mourinho is walking around, shaking everyone's hand, and he's like to me, "Ah, what? Um, what are you a United fan?" Obviously, as a silly kid, I said, "Yeah." And he said, "Yeah, the wrong team then." But obviously, but he said like in a jokey manner. But I have the video somewhere on my camera, and I literally like Jose Mourinho is walking around shaking every kid's hand. So, obviously, back then I'm I don't know how old I was. I don't. Obviously, no one knows about like Jose Mourinho. Yeah, yeah. Looking around, saying this guy's walks around security, like who's this? But yeah, it must be special. Yeah, unbelievable experience. Looking back, is just a lot of good memories. Absolutely, and he, I take it he did still shake your hand though, even though he had United shorts on. Yeah, but I think he shook it a bit hard, like just, <laughs> just to let me know, like all right, 
you support United at the wrong place, but yeah. And from Chelsea, I don't know exactly where the timeline goes, but because you had a little spell at Millwall as well, did you, when you were yeah. young? Yeah, so after Chelsea, I had a couple of trials. So I had a trial at Fulham. I was probably there for the longest. I was there for about two months, but I got injured like, right before they were kind of making a decision. So oh. it kind of affected it. So I didn't get signed there. Then I was playing just for like a local team just to have fun. Then went Millwall. Got signed until the end of the season at under 15s. Doing really well there. Got told no, like they're not keeping me on. So I probably stopped for about three, four months. Went and played for like a local team again. Kind of just to have fun again. Because when you get yeah. rejections back to back, it can kind of obviously knock yeah. your confidence. So one, one of my ex-Chelsea teammates just said, just come play with a team. Like just come have fun. Went there. That's probably the best thing that happened to me at the time. I just... Started enjoying the game again, not putting any pressure on myself, saying I've got to get signed, got to get a scholar, just doing what I love, done really well. Then after that, I went Dagenham Redbridge for, they were at, I think they were in League Two at the time. One of my friends just said, just come down for training. And I was like, can I literally just walk in for training? He was like, just come down. I was like, all right, go down on a, on a Thursday, could have done evening sessions. So went down on a Thursday. This is under 16 now. Went down on a Thursday. He said, you look good. Play Saturday. So they signed me up just to play that Saturday. Play that Saturday, score a hat-trick. When the under-18s coach is watching at the time, he's like, okay, come on the Tuesday, play against Ipswich under-18s. And he was like, you get to miss school. I was like, 100%. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> I'll be there. Tell me the time. I'll make my way to Ipswich myself. I can't drive, but I'll find somewhere. So on the Tuesday, go play Ipswich away. I scored two. So then the under-18s coach is like, yeah, we're signing you straight away. So before I could even leave to go home, put the papers right in front of me and said, okay, you're signed for the season. So that was, uh, that was kind of good. Good couple of days, to be fair. I'll bet. Now you you mentioned an injury there before because you've had in the, the early days you had a couple of bits of bad luck with injuries because you you signed your yeah. first pro forums and then more or less got injured straight away, didn't you? Um yeah, in that season. So as I said, I got signed by Dagenham, so done my scholar, got a pro, signed a one-year pro, then I had a couple of loans, then uh, I got injured in my pro year, so done my knee, done my cartilage. So I had surgery. So around at the end of season time, obviously I'm still in my cast on crutches and they're doing like the end of se- end of season meetings. But in my meeting, the manager said, I don't think you've done enough this season to want a new deal. Then he's, he's saying, um, like, I want to take you off the wage bill. I want to add more players like, for next season to kind of get promoted. I'm thinking, I'm probably the lowest earner in the team, so I don't know about no wage bill. <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely not on a lot of money. So that kind of, obviously, the year before you get a pro, you're probably, like, I was on cloud nine. That's what... Like I said, I've been playing football since I was five, six years old yeah. to then work, go for all them years, all the rejections, up and down, get a pro, cloud nine, buzzing. A year later, I'm in a cast, injured, release. So it's like, you go from best day ever to possibly like the worst day up to that point of my life. So when, you, and when you're so young, you never really think you're going to get a long-term injury. Yeah, you, you see it in football when people get injured, but I'm like, I'm 18 at the time, I'm, getting told I'm out for nine to 10 months. I'm like, like that shouldn't be happening. So yeah, that was a, a tough time, but. And how long were you out for? So I missed the whole of the next season. So 
how do you keep your uh, yourself motivated in, in times like, especially at that age when it's such a critical time in a football player's career? How do you how do you keep yourself up for it? Because you must have had some dark days, I guess. Yeah, no, hundred. It was tough, especially because I've been in football so long. You meet a lot of players in football. Loads of my friends play football, so on a Saturday, I hated Saturdays because that's meant to be the best day of the week. So when they say match day, can't wait to go. I'm I'm looking at my phone and say, ah. Oh, like, I'm here just putting on weight at home, can't even lift my leg, like, thinking, no, oh, this is... Like me and COVID. <laughs> yeah, basically. I had COVID early. Like, I, I, dealt with, I dealt with a pandemic myself, so uh, it was tough, but luckily I had got a very supportive family, obviously. But all the brother plays football as well, so that helped a lot. He just was just saying that, like, everyone goes through injuries, so you just try and better yourself mentally. And looking back now, I always tell people, going through that was probably the best thing that could happen for me mentally. Yeah, now I up, yeah. yeah, the way I see football now is so different to pre-injury. Like in pre-injury, when I went into men's football, playing games, if I do like a bad first touch and I lose the ball, a couple of players start hiding and not really showing for the ball. Yeah. But now I play with ultimate confidence in myself. So even if I lose it, give me the ball again. Like I'm not going to shy away or be like knocked down. I just, I can move on from it because... I remember times when I couldn't play football for around two years. I'm like, when I get a chance to play football, I've got to make the most of it. So it was tough, but I had a lot of uh, strong people around me. That's good. It's, it's probably made you the person you are now. 100%. 100%. Like, from that, I see every every loss as a lesson. So I'm thinking times could be a lot worse than, than what it could have been. Like, obviously, I was injured, not playing football, but could have been a lot worse. And what, so what, what was the path from uh, those dark days to get to Livingston? How did that come about? So, yeah, so after that, uh, when I came back into football, I, I, I messaged one of my old coaches that I was on loan to when I was from Dagenham. So that was, I think it's about, step, it's like step seven. So in England, obviously step seven, like the lower leagues and non-league. So under league two, it's probably about four leagues under league two. So I messaged him, just said, look, I just want to play football. I don't care about what league I'm in. I just want to play. I ain't played no football for two years. And I had a good relationship with previously when I was 17. He said, yeah, just come in. Then I go in the next day, we're playing against Colchester under 23s in the pre-season. He's like, he asked me, what position do you want to play? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, like where do you want to play? I said, okay, I want to play number 10. And other, because I'm a big man, no real coach will really say you can play anywhere other than striker or center. Yeah. Really it. There's an only position. So he let me play number 10 just to let me, because I'm one of them players probably now who've probably seen me in games. I'm quite comfortable with the ball to feet. So I like getting the ball to feet and taking players on and running with it. So played that, signed for him for that season. And that's probably the best season I had in terms of, wasn't best numbers wise, but me just coming back from being out for so long, he just encouraged me and gave me confidence to just, remember why like I love playing football so I enjoyed that years like so much I still have a good relationship with that manager till this day he's still messaging me and I'm doing well so I go there that's like step seven the year after I go to another team in the same league and that was probably the best year numbers wise that kind of you could say reminding people like that of, of how good I am at football because that year I was at Harringay Borough I got 20 goals 15 assists that season and that and was in team of the season, one player of the year, everything like that, that obviously kind of told people, okay, like, 
he's actually a decent player. Yeah. Year after, I go up another league, go to Concord, do really well there. I go up another league the year after. That's this is last season. My older shot, do really well there, and now I end up at Livingston. So for like the last three seasons post injury, I've just gone up leagues and, and and done well in every league I've played in. And when they signed you, did was the agreement always going to be that? We'll sign you, but we're going to put you out in loan. Did you know that was going to happen right at the outset? Or Yeah, no, to be fair, he was honest with me from the get-go. So he did say, because as they signed uh, Bruce Anderson that summer, and Jack Hamilton, Mr. Hamilton, uh, he done really well. So yeah, both yeah. in the, the previous year, his previous loan teams done really well, said that he deserves a chance in the team. Because me going Livingston wasn't, wasn't in the books. The whole way I even got there was just, you could say, timing, lucky, or anything like that. I'm literally down south. J. Manuel Thomas, who was at Livingston, um, he's at Aberdeen now. I'm good friends with him. So he just bumped into me when he was in, he was down south. We're playing football against each other, just a little friendly. He's like, how's football going? I'm like, I'm a free agent now. I'm just trying to see, trying to see what's out there. But my eyes were focused to stay in England, just trying to see if I can get a league move. Yeah. And he's like, I'm gonna speak to Davey and uh, I'll get back to you. Three weeks go by. Complete forget about it. I'm thinking, I don't even know where I'm going to sign. When he calls me, he says, Davey's going to call you, so just be ready on your phone. I'm like, all right, cool. Davey calls me, he's like, come up to Scotland tomorrow and uh, I'll see you for a week. I'm like, cool. So flew up to Scotland the next day. I trained with Livingston for a week, on trial for the week, do well, and that's how I got signed. So was it? I wasn't in his plan, so I do understand when he said, Obviously, he wasn't in my plans, and I've got three strikers ahead of you, so go. you're going to go out on loan. And the way I even went up both, because as they're the only part-time team in the Scottish Championship, he wanted me to stay with Livingston, still train there, so I kind of know how he wants his football to be played, but still obviously gain, gain experience in, in Scottish football. So, yeah, to be fair, I wasn't blindsided. I knew from, from the oh, start. Yeah, before we get into the, the Arbroath chapter, we asked you to pick a few songs that we, we, we would play for you. Now, the first one you, you've you chosen, um, I don't want to give it away yet, but was there a, a, a reason why you chose this song? Yeah, to be fair, that's that's my initiation song. So... This is the one, is it? Yeah, that's the one, that's the one. So that's the reason, that's the reason, that's the reason. That's your Arbroath initiation, yeah? yeah? Hey, everywhere, everywhere. So that's like, if you ask me, sing a song on the spot, that's one of the easiest songs, the lyrics that I remember. So, yeah. I'm glad you've said that because that's exactly what we're going to ask you straight after this. This is Usher and Nice and Slow. Plans to put my hand in places I 
nice and quiet There ain't no one there to interrupt Ain't got a rush I just wanna take it nice and slow See, I've been waiting for this for so long Making love until the sun comes up Now here we are, driving around town, contemplating where I'm gonna lay it down. Girl, you got me saying, my, 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 my. I wish that I, I could pull over and get this thing started running. Baby, tell me what you wanna do with me. Got a nigga feeling like show to see. Every time that you roll with me, holding me, trying to keep control of me nice and slowly. You know, never letting go, never messing up the flow. This is how the hook go. Let me take you to a place right. nice and quiet. There ain't no one that to interrupt. Ain't got a rush. I just wanna take it nice and slow. Now, baby, tell me what you wanna do with me. See, I've been waiting for this for so long. Tell me, do you wanna get free? Cause I freak you right, I will. I freak you right, I will. I freak you like no one has ever, ever made you feel. I freak you right, I will. I freak you right, I will. I freak you freaking like no one has ever made you feel, yeah. Okay, there we go. That was Usher. And uh, as Joel said, who's still with us here, uh, this was his initiation song at our broth. Uh, tell us a bit more about that before we before we ask, we ask you the big begging question before that we've we, got for you, Joel. Before we put you on the spot. <laughs> no, so to be fair, the boys, the boys messaged, because um, I, obviously I joined on loan after Harrison, who's on loan also from... Yeah, yeah, he's, he's doing well as well, Harrison, isn't he? Very well, very well, so I'm happy for him. So, yeah, so you said... First thing he said is, so what song are you going to sing? And I was like, oh, okay, we're going straight away. <laughs> Harrison was a bit, he was a bit, he was a bit shy. He was like, okay, Joel's going to go first. I was like, I, I want to shy away. I don't mind performing, so I just sang it, got a great response. I always tell people, people ask me, can you sing? I always say, yes, I can't sing well, but I'll give a performance. So there's a difference, so yeah. On that note, Joel Newblay. On his debut, live on Westway Radio, singing Usher nice and slow. Take it away, Joel. Okay, let me just... <clears throat> it's seven o'clock on the dot. I'm in my drop top, cruising the streets. Yeah. I got a pretty, pretty, pretty little thing that's waiting for me. 
I pulled the. I can't remember the rest of the top of my head. Hey! There you go. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, and and when, when you're getting asked to do the initiation, yeah. is it in the middle of the dressing room? You've got to stand up in front of everybody, or are you just sitting there chilling? It depends. Every team kind of does it different. So at Livingston, I had to stand on a chair. Are both, to be fair, are both, who was, was it on a training day? They used to ask us to do it um, voice notes. So I don't mind. But yeah, it depends. Every team is different. So usually it's either in the middle of everyone or on a chair somewhere. Because it was on WhatsApp, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's right, I remember, yeah. Yeah, so, but I don't mind. If I have to do it in front of people, I don't mind. So I'm fine. I'm fine anyway. <laughs> so we're now at Gayfield. Yes. You've come up from the big smoke into the little smoke. Yeah. What do you, the little smoky. What do you, what do you make of Gayfield then when you're up here? First impressions. First impressions, because I've got told so much about the wind before I even got there. <laughs> so first, when I first got there, I'm, I'm like, wow, we're literally by the water, like right next to it. And it, when people said you're literally right close to it, I didn't understand how close. As soon as I get there, I'm like, okay, we're, we're literally in touching distance. So, but like I said, I've I've played in grounds that are aren't as good as Gayfield. So for yeah. me, like I didn't see. Like, I enjoy it. For me, playing football, I just love playing football, so you can put me anywhere. Like, I'm fine. But the fans have just obviously made it an even better experience. Yeah, it's, a, crack, it's a cracking ground, isn't it? And the pitch is beautiful as well to play on. It's very good. Like, whoever looks after it, they deserve... Yeah, it's Pete, a guy, Pete. Uh, I think it's Pete Clark Pete. looks after the pitch. He does a great job. He does a great job. Does his own fancy designs on it. Before every game, when we got there, we are thinking, OK, what design is he going to do today? Like, what is it going to be? But... Yeah, no, he does a great job. So, no, I, I enjoy it. But what, one thing I got told to try was um, the pie. I haven't tried it yet. Everyone's told me about that. that I should try um, the pie that they sell at the ground. So. Oh, the steak and haggis or something? Yeah, yeah. Robertson's pies. Other pies are available. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I got to try that, but it's kind of hard when I'm on a pitch. So, but, yeah, no, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Don't eat too many pies, mate. Yeah. No. No, how, how easy was it for you to settle in then, Joel? Who who made you feel comfortable? And you know, was it, or was it just everyone? Or? You know, everyone. Like, I've I've been at I've been alone to down south. I've been alone to many teams. I've been in a lot a lot of different change rooms, and it's kind of hard to because players, especially when you're coming on loan from a higher team, you probably expect like okay, like if you're coming on loan, you, in a way you've kind of got to be better than us. Not naturally but you've got to be good to be yeah. coming down so but first session all the boys made me feel welcome dick what can i say about dick what a character so he, he, <laughs> he always does a little huddle so he done a little huddle and he's like okay boys we've got a guy on a guy on loan his name's joel Newplay or new ball i don't know but we're just gonna call him noobs make him feel welcome so he, like i like a bit of banter so he made me feel welcome to start had a chat with me and he just told me, like, I'm not, he said, first thing he said is, I'm not going to tell you how to play football, but they're just things that I require for my players and the rest, like, you know how to play football or you wouldn't be here. So, and having that chat with, with, with a manager, he just doesn't put too much pressure on you, just helps massively. And, yeah, no, the boys made me feel welcome from the start. I probably had, you could say, probably like the worst start because I got injured in my first, my first game. I can't remember who was against, it was in the cup. Um, I can't remember it was, but when I miss like the next two weeks, so especially when you're on loan, you always want to run it. But when I get hurt after the first game, so I'm like, oh, this is like the worst start. How'd you get on with the accent? 
I'm all right to be fair. Right? At Liverpool, because I, I have it every day. So I've got Davy at Liverpool, got Dick there, got the players at both teams. So I'm all right to be fair. I catch on, I catch on pretty fast. At the start, it was a bit of a struggle though. No, Dick is known to be, there's a lot of characters in that Arbroath dressing room, yeah. but Dick is known to be one of the biggest characters in Scottish football. Yeah. You've, you've actually, I think, said he's given the best team talks you've ever heard because you come out laughing and all the rest of it while you're on the pitch. Yeah, like I've never come, I've never been in a changing when I'm laughing. <laughs> the team talk. You're meant to come out on the pitch, like raring to go, like punching walls, like, yeah, come on, boys. I come out on the pitch laughing. I'm like, what am I hearing? Like, he'll just have him and Pink. The duo, I don't think I'll ever come across two managers. Like, the relationship they have is crazy. The team that they have is unbelievable. Like, I think we played against uh, Dunfermline away and we won 3-0. But before the game, he likes going through, like, player by player, like, like your roles and responsibilities, like, what you need to do. Just going through the whole team. And go, he's in midfield. He's like, boys, like, you need to get stuck in. Like, you need to get stuck in, boys. When Pink, he uses Pink as like as a player, so he like he pushes Pink like get stuck in, boys. When Pink, Pink's look at him like, what do you mean get stuck in? When, he, when Dick puts his hands up, like, like they got a box, he's like come on, then. When him and Pink are just going like that, like boxing each other for like thirty seconds, so we're all laughing. So I'm laughing when he's looking at me. He's like, what, what, Nibley, Do you want some as well? So you come, <laughs> and I'm just like, no. Nah, like, You've got too much height and reach for him. I think you take him. Mate. I think you take him. <laughs> so so he does that right before we got on the pitch so we're all in the tunnels I'm just laughing I'm like nah this is too funny and he does that literally every game like I laugh at least once every game in every team talk so yeah nah, does Dick laugh. does Dick pick on certain guys more than others or does he spread the love in these in the dressing room oh he spreads it spreads the love he spreads it but to be fair he always likes saying something to me like all the time so like always like some cheeky thing. So at first, when they were talking about throw-ins, I didn't know they say here they say shy as a throw-in. Uh, yeah. so I didn't know that. So at first, they're talking about throw-ins, they say, okay, if we can't play, that person has a long shy. I'm like, what the hell's a shy? Well, see, I didn't want to say it out loud, but Dick <laughs> knew that I was confused. So I'm like this, I'm like, what's shy? Like, what does that even mean? So he's, he's, like, he's, he's like, noobs, do you know what shy means? I'm like, yeah. He's like, no, you don't. Like, he's, obviously, he swore, but I can't say his words. He's like, no, yeah. he's like, no, you don't. I said, no, what does it mean? He was like, the throwing. But I was like, okay. <laughs> made like a little joke, but no, Dick. There's no way Dick swears, is there? There's no <laughs> way that, that, that <laughs> clean talking. That's uh, not a vocabulary. I don't know. <laughs> Dave, you mentioned a couple of things there. That I just want to touch on. One was you. You mentioned the Dunfermline game where you won three 0 just last week, though, obviously, we had Dunfermline as well. What a game. 4-2 win. 2-0 yeah. down after, what, 10, 12 minutes we were there. And then, you know, but we were playing well, even, even at that point. Oh, you know. know. So even when that happened, we went 2-0 down. Uh, I'm In my mind, I'm thinking, how the hell are we 2-0 down? Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like we, had a, we had a good start. Obviously, we didn't Yeah, score. it was an excellent start. I had, I had a chance that got blocked. So I'm like, and to be fair, I'm one of the players that, when I, if I get like an early chance, I beat a player or, or two. I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, okay, I've got the better of them already. Yeah. Like, it's going to be a long game now. So that happens. And with next minute, I blink, we're 2 0 down. I'm like, no way. We can't. Yeah, it's almost that. like you couldn't believe it. Uh, yeah, but to be fair, none of the boys, like between us, we, was, we never thought that, okay, the game's done. We're like, at least it's 2 0. It's never good time to be 2 0, but at least it's early on. Like, there's a lot of time left in the game. And, 
we always feel like we're going to score in every game anyway. So we're like, if we get the next goal, then we know that's going to knock their confidence because the right. team that obviously haven't won a game, pressure will come on them. Like if when the, when a the goal comes in, they'll be thinking, oh, okay. Like, uh, the first goal was perfect timing, wasn't it? Oh, perfect timing, perfect timing. So then, when I equalised after that, when he got to half time, when the change him saying, yeah, like we're going to win this game. If we don't, if we don't give them any goals, or anything like that, we had the ultimate confidence that we're going to win the game. To be fair, Dick and Pink were saying the same thing. We're just, yeah. we're just saying, just go out there, don't take the foot off the gas, don't give them a chance because they're team low on confidence. Just yeah. this is the time when you've got to pounce on them. And what, what did you think of Sky when you weren't awarded the goal? I couldn't believe that. I was fuming. I'll come back to the change room. And to be fair, I always, uh, like, I don't go on my phone straight away. Like, I relax a bit. Like, there's usually food there, so I eat something quick when I go on my phone to see all my messages. Some of my friends are like, why is Sky saying he didn't score? I thought he scored. I'm like, what? What do you mean <laughs> Sky saying I didn't score? So when I go on it, and I'm like, no way. And usually I don't really tweet like Sky or thing. More times is either replying to fans or just tweet about the match or something like that. That's what I kind of use my Twitter for. And I said, no chance Sky's getting away with this. So I have yeah. to tweet them. Straight away. I said, no way. You can't take that away. McKenna's probably got about 25 goals already. You can't give him that one as well. I couldn't like, believe it. It wasn't even close, mate. You were like it a two, two yards out. He crossed I'm, I'm like, you can definitely notice me on the pitch. Like, I'm not hard to miss. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm hard to miss. Like, you can definitely see me on the pitch. You're telling me that's McKenna's goal. I said, no chance. I even saw the YouTube um, video of that on our both YouTube, and they're saying, are oh, similar to um, Inverness, like McKenna's goal. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I'm celebrating. If McKenna scored, wouldn't we run to all the, all the way to McKenna? Everyone celebrate with me, but yeah, no, but that was, that was just all fun. So, Sky. And it takes us swiftly on to Bobby Lynn's cracker. What a oh, oh my gosh, what a goal. But you know what? When he shot that and he went in, like, I'm, we weren't, we're not surprised. Like, that's like, that's like asking someone to do like a 20 yard pass. Like, that's, that's Bobby's bread and butter. He does it in training all the time. Like, as soon as he cuts in his right, you already know where it's gonna go. Like it just ah, it's, it. it's like Salah or Messi there, man. Top corner. hundred percent. When he comes inside, you just already know. You might just start jogging to the center, like, okay, let's go, boys. Like, ready? <laughs> <laughs> He's gone. We're all so happy for him because he, he hasn't probably played as much as he would have yeah. wanted. He's probably never been used to this, not playing as much. He's probably always been the main man, probably either the best player on every team he's been on. So and right now he's obviously not he hasn't played as much, so no. Unbelievable person, so yeah, well, it was probably happier for him than himself. Like, he, des- he deserved it. You could tell the way everybody went round him, how yeah. much team morale there is there, and how much everybody yeah, appreciates exactly. him and respects him. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a legend, so yeah, he it. Before we go further, I want to come back and, and ask a question about why you get called noobs. But before we do that, we're going to chuck on song number two from your song choice. Um, I I will say what this is before we play it, and you can maybe give us a little bit of background to it. This is Fireball by and, and DML. I haven't heard of them, I've got to be honest. It's different generations here. Uh, I, have, <laughs> I have heard of Usher, but I haven't heard of this one. Yeah. What's made you choose this one, Joe? Just, like, it's one of them songs that just puts me in a good mood, so before every game, I have to listen to it. Like, Do you play in the changing room? No, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not DJ, to be fair. To be fair, it's Harrison. Harrison's actually DJ. Is it? Him or, yeah, him or um, McKenna. More times as ever, but it's been Harrison. Last name was McKenna, so. But I just, uh, to be fair, when I get there, I got my headphones. I just play a couple songs when 
check them out. But yeah, this is one of them songs that before every game I just have to listen to. It puts me in a good mood. So all right, okay. Anyway, so here we go. This is go. it. Peru by Fireboy. Song number two from Joel Nubley, who's still with us. Hey, welcome back, Joel. The next thing I want to talk about is you mentioned there, your dick calls you noobs. Yeah. Was it him that gave you that nickname, or were you always called? Because you've got your Twitter handle of official noobs. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm assuming you must have had it before that. Yeah, no, it's, it's always been like that. So, because I'm my older brother, many people, like when they see me, obviously we look alike. So, many people just called me. Younger noobs, little noobs, like in the early years when I was younger. So How tall's your brother, by the way? If you're little noobs, well, well no, to be fair, I'm bigger than him, <laughs> but I'm just the younger, so everyone just oh, little noobs, everything like that. So when I got that's, to like, mate, that's going to be a new chat in the terraces now, little noobs. Probably. <laughs> so when I just went to teams, because at first, like, everyone knows like my name, but no one ever called me like my first name. Then eventually, new like new, no one ever says new blade when it just gets cut short. People just say news. I'm like, okay, just call me noobs. And so, yeah, people just call me like the only time I ever had my first name is other people in my family, and that's it. Like, other than that, no one really called me that. So, so yeah, when, when I told when I told Dick, Dick was looking at me like noobs, I don't, I don't care what noobs, I don't give him like anything about noobs. Like, who's this? He, he said, I'll just call you what I want, but yeah, he calls, he calls <laughs> and many other things. <laughs> Yeah, many other things. So it just changes. One day with New Blade, it'll be New Boy, it'll be News, it'll be Joel. It's like, mate, I'm like Dick. You can, you're a legend. Call me what you want. Like, <laughs> do whatever you want. That's perfectly fine. And and just on Twitter, one of your sort of sort of recognised tweets is, "I'm going to be successful." That's the tweet. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. What's the background to that? Is that a little mantra for you or what is it? Yeah, no, so to be fair, that was, I think that was last year, September, I think from correct. So, because at the time last year I was at Aldershot and I wasn't playing any football at the start. So I was just on the bench, wasn't playing. So when I tweeted that, that was just like a little tweet for myself. Because I think I got a lot of confidence in myself and my mental strength, like I said, from the injury, just getting, become stronger. So when I tweeted that, I wasn't playing any football. I was just on the bench. Wasn't really enjoying football, but I had so much confidence in myself that time might be bad right now, but I know eventually it's going to change. So I tweeted it. Pinned, so that's my pinned tweet. So when I go on my Twitter, I see that all the time. And yeah, a lot of people have liked it and commented on it a lot. But yeah, so it was literally a year ago, I'm not playing any football, but a year later, obviously, it's yeah, going yeah. very well for me at, at our both. So that's just how life goes sometimes. And it's going that well at our both that, you know, and it, it's a, it'll be a sad day for us if it happens, but there's every yeah. chance we've got you for maybe another eight to 10 weeks, something like that. Christmas, yeah. they've got the recall option on you there. It's looking fairly likely, let's be honest, that, you know, uh, Davey would be mad not to call you back, I would think, with the, uh, the way that Livingston's going. They're needing a scorer. Uh, mixed emotions or? Yeah, no, definitely mixed. Mixed emotions because I've, I've clicked so well with the boys, the fans, everyone associated with our birth. So it'll be, it'll be a happy, sad day if that was to happen. Obviously, if I get a chance to play SPL, I can't I can't be mad at that. hundred percent. So and obviously in my career to 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 play the SPL, that'll, that'll be. Oh, you'll be playing cool. SPL next year with our both. Oh, I could I could hundred <laughs> percent. So to play, if you told me two three years ago when I met, I was in down south in like step five step six, two years later you'd be playing SPL, I would have said. I keep, I keep, that's that's very, that's a that's a great jump. So if that day does come, see, I'll be looking forward to the challenge, but I'll I'll miss Arbor massively. If if they said no, stay at Arbor for the season, I wouldn't be mad at all because I feel like we've got a good thing going at the moment, yeah. and I have confidence in the boys that we can we can maintain it. Well, we, we'd love you to stay, but we also appreciate it if, if things work. And it's not in your hands anyway. You know, it would be, yeah. be someone else's decision on that. What, what's a typical day for you at the moment? Because you, you train pretty much all the time at Livingston. And then is it just yeah. the Wednesday nights that you come down to train with our broth? Or how no, it's Mondays work? as well. So, so Mondays and Wednesdays. So a typical week will be I'll go to Livingston Monday morning, then our both Monday evening, Livingston Tuesday morning. Then obviously you have the afternoon off. Wednesday is off at Livingston to so just train the evening at Arbroath. Then Livingston Thursday and Friday, then Arbroath on a Saturday. What, what was the buzz like after the Car- Inverness Kelly game? Oh, massive. Massive one, because it was cold and windy. So <laughs> that was, getting a win was massive. The travel, everything. But yeah, no, that was a massive win, especially after we played Air United and we felt that we was the better team in that game. We yeah. should have won. We've, that felt like a loss. So because of that game, and they, you know the boys obviously as they're part time, so they got work. Someone had to do take day, half day or not even yeah. go in to travel up. So that team made the trip worthwhile. And no, that's a great win against. At the time, they were top of the league, so to beat that. But we didn't, we didn't, we didn't go there with any sort of confidence, thinking, "Oh, it's top of the league. We're gonna struggle here." Because when we played the first game of the season, after that, we felt like a draw would have been a 
probably a fair um, goal. Yeah, that was a fairer result, a draw. And obviously, eh? and obviously the goal was our own wrongdoing, but it was a great finish from, from their player. So we was from that game, we was confident say the next time we play them, we know it can cause them problems. It wasn't a fluke against Kelly because we had more possession and everything. We just everything, we, we yeah. yeah. So no, great, great win. The, the coach journey back was it was very fun. Could have been a lot worse if we lost. So the the sense of belief that must be bursting through that the, the team at the moment must be incredible. No, it's wonderful, wonderful. That all the boys, like I said, we me and McKenna, we we talk quite a lot. So we, we're saying, I'm saying to him, in every game, I guarantee we're probably going to score. Like that's not like to be big headed or anything like. But I'm so confident in the boys that we're going to get chances. The form he's on, like it's scary. So and all the goals will go for McKenna, though, won't they? Yeah, you know, <laughs> they'll, they'll get them whether you score them or not. Whether I score or not, I might not even be on the pitch. Like, you know, McKenna, he might be on the bench, but Sky would have given it to him anyway. So, but yeah, no, we're, we're confident. The, the togetherness, I, I always heard a lot about Dick teams that there's always such a togetherness in, in everything he's ever managed. And I could feel it straight away as soon as I joined. But now, obviously, when you're winning games, that, that just adds on more. And, no, the confidence is high. Yeah, it's a snowball effect, is it? Yeah, no, the confidence is very high. Was there not a story about when you, because you won the Cinch Player of the Month in September, yeah. I think it was, but yeah. you thought it was just like the Arbroath Award rather than the whole yeah. league award. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. So I'm at training at Livingston. So Dick calls me in the morning and I could, to be fair, I should have got fired because you're not allowed your phone past a certain time. But I said, this is Dick. <laughs> I'm like, this is Dick Campbell. Like, I've got to pick up. Like, this, this is, this is Dick. Like, I can't, I can't not pick up. So I, I pick up the phone. But I run out. I'm hiding around the corner. I'm like, yeah, Dick. Like, hello, Gaffer. When he's like, oh, you won Player of the Month. I'm like, oh, what for? Our both or something. He's like, no, for the league. I'm like, oh wow, because I didn't, it wasn't in, my, it wasn't in my mind. I know that McKenna won it last month and yeah. won the first month. So, and he deserved it. So, this month I'd even I forgot about. It. I'd even know that I was like in the running. So when he told me, I was pleasantly surprised. But yeah, no. Obviously, he's always good getting getting noticed for your individual performance. Yeah, oh, 100%. Very cool. He won manager of the month. So I don't know if that happens very often where two players from the same team win it the first two months and a manager wins it second month. Oh, Dex used to win in manager of the month, though. He's got yeah, he's, he's told us. Yeah, he's told us. He's told us many times. Uh, he's so got a hot tub full of them. When I gave, when I gave, because I gave him the award at trading, when I asked him, I said, how many times he won it? He's like, oh, only about 37 times. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> that's, my, that's my first one. He got 37 happy days. But then he has been in, he has been in the game for 37 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're going to put on your third song here. And when we come back, we've got a little quiz for you if you're happy to play along. It's a little Arbroath yeah, knowledge yeah. quiz. You might not know them, but okay. we'll, we'll see what it is, just for a bit of fun. Yeah, that's uh, right. Your third song, a lot of people have heard of this guy. It's Drake, it's Do Not Disturb. But again, what was the reason for, for picking this song, Joe? Okay, one, Drake, that's my favourite artist, so I had to put a Drake song in. When I was thinking of a free song, I was like, Drake's got to be in there somewhere, because that's my favourite. Do Not Disturb, that's just one of my favourite songs. That's like a song that I like listening to, like, if I'm driving... And it's like a quiet road, late. I like playing this song. Cause just, it's like he's talking to me. Like, I, like he's next to me in the car. He's my passenger. Like, I'm like, yeah. Talk to <laughs> ah, great song, man. Do you speak back to him? <laughs> I try to, but he doesn't listen. So. He doesn't respond. So I stopped doing that. Stopped doing that a while ago. 
In that case, Joel, this is for you. This is Drake, and do not disturb. Yeah, styling no. Dissing, but got pictures with me smiling no. All the things you need, you still want problems though. All the things I know, I still been silent though. Yeah. Used to be at Silver City in the go. Used to be in lunchroom playing dominoes. I don't wanna have to go to funerals. All the love I need is at the rodeo. All the love I need is here at OVO. Yeah, when that shit gets old, maybe it never gets old, and that's just how it goes. Last table left in Carbone, calling plays on a rotary phone. I take a glass of Domina to go with me home. Might move our annual shit to the dome. I need 40,000 people to see what I'm on. Yeah, ducked a lot of spiteful moves. I was an angry you were like steady doing double shifts. Wanted to do the beating, I opened up like a double click. More blessings because I'm generous. 30 seat of plane for like 10 of us. Remember when I bought Silly the fake Chanel wallet? She knew that shit was a fraud, but never told me about it. Nowadays, when we catching up, we just laugh about it. Can't describe what my life is like when she asks about it. Scary whenever I close my eyes at night. Waking up to public statements about my private life. I can never sleep till morning on all my quiet nights. But you can rest assured that my mind is right. Get no sick days. I leave for like three months and six days. Never stick around to see shit change. Get little updates. Texts in my inboxes have been popping. Seasons go by like I'm binge watching. Went from Club Palazzo in the bridge to Club Live. To not even showing up at a club unless we doing biz. I can't even party while a nigga pursuing this. Distractions are do you in in the truest sense. Especially people that want to lecture me and frame it like they just want the best. First that I gotta do is always like surgery. Always trying to let go of anything that'll burden me. That's the reason you can feel the tension and the urgency. Last chance I get to make sure that you take it personally. Take the shit the hardest, always executed perfectly. If we do a song, it's like taking my kids to work with me. You overnight celebrity, you one day star. Swear I told you that I'm in this bitch for eternity. I am a reflection of all of your insecurities. Behind closed doors, a lot of Six God worshiping. Done talk now, cause there's other shit that's concerning me. There's real ones around me. I wanna make sure they learn from me. I wanna see my dog, but his grandmother's a surety. He can't even dip out to see me in an emergency. My life is centered around competition and currency. Take the summer off, cause they tell me I need recovery. Maybe giving back to my regular life will humble me. I'll be back 2018 to give you the summary. More life. Okay, we're back with Joel. That's all the songs gone. Thanks very much for, for playing along with that and choosing the song. But we've got, a, we call it our He Shoots, He Scores quiz. Okay. Um, it's like a penalty shootout. So we've got five questions for you, just like we would have the five, the five penalties, um, all based around our broth. You may or may not know them. Don't worry about it. Don't put yourself in under any unnecessary pressure. Okay. Question one, every player's got a home sponsor and an away sponsor. Yes. Who is your home sponsor? Uh, this must be Werner Fiona. 
That's the one. Rhoda Edison, <laughs> Fiona B. Yes. There we go. <laughs> Arbroath hold the world record for the biggest score in top flight football. What is it? Okay. Okay. 36. 36 nil. Against Aberdeen Bonacord. Wow. Got a bonus point. When was it? <laughs> Nine. <laughs> That's all right. We'll give you. <laughs> right. JB with question three. Here we go. This will be an absolute guess, I think. But uh, once we get promoted to the, the, the SPL, this will all change because we'll probably bring in more seats. But at the moment, what's the Gayfield capacity if it was full? Okay, can it be cl if I'm close? We'll give you to the nearest thousand. Thousand. Nearest thousand. Okay. Uh, I was going to say a hundred. <laughs> We're being kind because it's you. I'll say four thousand eight hundred and sixty. <laughs> oh, six thousand six hundred. But it's 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 yeah. it, that, that came off the bar. That didn't go in there. I don't think we can't a, give you that one. That's we got a, a corner. We got a corner from that. Yeah. All right. Question four. Our bro's nickname. Ah. Oh. Um, the Lich Tees. Hey, the, the Red Lich Tees. I got that one. <laughs> Boom. Now, question five. This came from a fan, this question. Okay. Yeah. Who is the goat at the club? Goat being greatest of all time. Greatest of all time. See, there's so many. <laughs> um... I have to say Michael McKenna right now. Oh, your fans got to be so disappointed because the fan was Bobby Lynn. Oh, Bobby, I apologize. He's, he's posed the question. He went, he's bound to see me. He's bound to see me. He calls me the goat all the time. <laughs> Bobby, I'm sorry. Tell you what we'll do. We'll give you the point if you can sing what his chant is on the terraces. Okay. Bobby, Bobby Lynn, Bobby Lynn, Bobby, Bobby Lynn. <laughs> hey! uh, Bobby, Bobby's goat. See, the thing is, there's different levels of goats. McKenna's the goat of the season. Bobby's the goat <laughs> of life. Like, it's different. It's different Bobby, don't get offended. Like, that's a different level goat. Like, we live in the same room as us. Like, he's in another room by himself. Like, what a goat. No, just when we're talking about chance. Okay. okay, brilliant that you know the one for Bobby. What's your chant? Come on, so simple as well. Oh, wait. This is, wait. The kids sing it all the time. These go, new play, new uh, play. <laughs> we, we've got a couple of suggestions, though. We're going to throw a couple of different chants at you. Okay. You pick which one you like. Are and, we? and we're going to try and get this going around the terraces at the next home game. Cool. All right, we can't do it tomorrow because uh, the Hamilton game is away, yeah. but we'll try and get this going at the next at the next home game, okay? Oh, you got me singing? Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll give oh, it a laugh, all right? I can't wait. This one is a play on the Kaiser Chiefs Ruby. Okay. After three, one, two, three. Noobly, 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 noobly! Hey! Hey, that's not bad, you know? That's decent. We've got another one. Oh, no. Possibly not as catchy, and it's a little bit Dolly Parton. Let's just go. Jolie, 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 Jolie. I'm begging of you, please don't leave our team. Oh, this is tough, you know. Oh, I think the performance is hey, the performance has been outstanding. <laughs> been outstanding. Well done, JB. 
I, I prefer the first one, if I'm honest. I think that'll catch on more. No yeah, will catch on more. <laughs> yeah, I'll catch on more, to be fair. Yeah, so that's, that's the one I think that we, we, we maybe go for. Yeah. Anyway, I think we're going to give you a massive four out of five. Top scoring. Top Thank scoring. You. That's a winning yeah. performance if ever we heard it. Thank you. Well done, mate. Well done. Thank you. We're coming at the back end. We've just got a sort of the, the quick fire round now. That's just yeah. random questions that have been thrown in for you. Just little little snappy ones. You're yeah. quite happy to just take any questions and yep. we'll any throw them out and then we'll let you get on with your evening. All right, cool. No problem. Okay. Uh, you've almost probably answered this one, but first question, what music are you currently listening to? R&B. R&B. There we go. Second question, what's your favourite podcast? Smoking Wines. Boom! Hey! hey. <laughs> Last book you read? Oh, last book I read, David Beckham, my side. Bit of a Beckham <laughs> fan, are you? Footballers, to be fair, yeah. Obviously, he used to play for United, so... You better keep that under your, under your hat playing in Scotland. He's I not... know, I know, I know. I've got to keep that quiet. You're still a United fan, then? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, okay. I am. I'm a Liverpool fan, so there you go. Ha-ha! <laughs> oh, fortunately, I'm Spurs at the moment. Wait, <laughs> can't be any worse. <laughs> Last question, and then I've got one follow-up thing just to ask. What do you do to relax? Watch TV. Netflix. I like watching series, so... All right. What are you watching just now? I just finished watching you on Netflix. Oh, that's pretty cool. Good. Yeah, that's good. I didn't know we were on there. Hey! <laughs> my, recommend, my recommendation is Chestnut Man. That's you know, pretty I've cool. not watched that yet. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I watched that's one of the things we do on the on the radio show every week is we have a um it's a, basically it's a a, a non-confrontational debate you know a pointless yeah. debate of the week we call it and okay. this week we had should footballers be allowed to wear woolly gloves where do, where do you stand on on the wearing the gloves and in the winter and it's good to ask you this playing a gayfield oh, because i'm going to wear gloves <laughs> Whoa, no <laughs> I have to man i have to uh, my fingers oh no what about snoods if I could wear a snood, I wouldn't. Oh, wear. no, man. If I could, it's what the best out of me. I'm trying to do what's best for the team. I would. Fair point, fair point. You're not going to be one of those short sleeves and gloves, though, surely? No. That, if it's wrong. not even thermal, I'm, I'm, whatever, whatever I can legally wear to protect myself, I'm going to wear it. <laughs> I have to. I have to, because the weather's getting a, bit, getting a bit cold. It is metal. Listen, noobs, I don't even want to call them Joel anymore. End up gets to noobs that eventually just so simple. It's, just it's easy. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you've been very gracious with your time. Thanks so much. Everyone's <laughs> going to love this. I know that I know they will. Um, maybe even get the chance to speak to you again if you do move on to pastures new before before that happens. Um, if not, I don't know. Are you coming down for uh, Bobby's testimonial, regardless yeah. of anything else? Regardless, I'm there. Uh, we'll be there, we'll so we'll there. Get, to, get to see you there as well. Um, yeah, thanks so much for your time, and uh, we will catch up with you soon. Cheers, my friend. All right, cheers, noobs. Thank you.